Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to No Budget Nightmares. This is Mo. He's a bad film hating while I skating all the while masturbating. And that's Mo Pawn. Yeah. yeah. And with me, as always, is the one and only Doug Tilly. He's bow, Doug bow, Tilly, bow, bow, number bow, one super bow, guy. Bow, bow. How great is it to be back? <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, it's an exciting day. Excited's not the word I would use. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned on the previous episode, Mo, but I was looking at some of the reviews for No Budget Nightmares on iTunes, and, oh, yeah? and one of them uh, described me as an excitable puppy dog on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm puppy I'll agree, dog. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm, an excitable, I'm an excitable boy, as Warren Zevon once said. Uh, and uh, But no, I am actually super excited, because we not only are we following up uh, an episode which got us a lot of attention. Our high eight episode, we really, we've gotten some great feedback about that episode. Absolutely, tons. And we uh, we got a lot of good feedback from the directors involved with that project, uh, including, of course, a uh, friend of the show, god of the show, Todd Sheets, who said some really, really nice things. Incredibly nice things. And uh, and, al- and also uh, the response to Rue's high eight song has been incredibly positive and and good on Rue because it was great he really made kind of the ultimate tribute to shot on video horror well, in, in song he, form. he he took he took a like a, a bowl of mishmash and like <laughs> made a meal out of it you know it's it's it's, it's kind of hard to explain but I mean he really he did a fantastic job with it it's it's really interesting the kind of community that uh, exists around uh, low budget, micro budget cinema, and especially the kind of fandom that's around a movie like High Eight, because we were getting response from like actors involved with it. We got response from writers, directors. Yep. Like it was coming from all directions. Because there was a certain amount of controversy involved with some of the editing in that movie, you got a lot of like a lot of not dirt. I wouldn't call it that. It's not that at all. But you get a lot of kind of personal feelings, kind of pushed your way and it's great it makes you feel like you're a really tight part of that community though again i do still feel still feel bad that there are some hard feelings about how that movie came out yeah but what are you gonna do me nothing i know what i'm gonna do mo we're gonna talk about fungicide fungicide what's that then (laughs) i have no idea fungicide uh speaking of high eight actually before we get into fungicide uh one of the things uh, on one of the message boards uh or actually a facebook group uh, a um, uh, shot on video enthusiast. Someone was asking, "What are some of the best songs featured in shot on video or ultra low budget movies?" And well, two words: Anoki and Key. Anoki and Key, of course. <laughs> uh, I also brought up the Suburban Sasquatch closing song. Uh, Absolutely. Some, some of you might remember it sounds something like what? <laughs> 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 uh, it's been so long. It's been so long. 
anyway, uh, and at that... <laughs> oh, I would give so much to hear you sing that entire song. Um, at the time, I also uh, I mentioned that we were about to watch uh, Fungicide as our next movie, and someone mentioned that it also had a theme song that was fairly notable. Yeah, it certainly does. It has a notable theme song, which we will hear a little bit later. Yeah, we'll but, but one thing we have to bring up now, and, and it will explain our dumb comment just a moment ago, it's that in the closing credits theme, they pronounce the title of the film as Fungicide. Right. But you, Mo, now you have, now you have a lot of experience with fungus. Well, yeah, just in my toes, mostly. <laughs> but also as a profession, sort of. Yeah, I was an exterminator, and, you know, we had to deal with, you know, certain pesticides and all sorts of, you know, fun shit like that. So, yeah, I, I do have experience with fungicides. Now, uh, what's that? What's Sorry, fungicide. Right. That's how you would pronounce it as an expert in the field. Yeah, because you do, it's not called a fungus. It's called a fungus. And when I say that, if I'm making a joke, it's like, yeah, I love mushrooms. I'm a really fun guy. Right. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a fun jai because that wouldn't be nearly as funny or amusing. Right, exactly. Hmm. So the, what I'm trying to get at here is for the <laughs> remainder of the show, we're going to refer to this film as Fungicide, even though Dave Waskovich <laughs> probably in his personal life refers to it as Fungicide. And just like with... Uh, just like that, I'm going to refer to him as Dave Wescovich because <laughs> that's that's how his name's spelled. Yeah, it's probably right. I remember Dave Sitman when he was on the show. He uh, he pro- gave us the proper pronunciation. I just don't. Care. I'm pretty sure I'm doing it the way close to what he said. But I will say that in every other mention of his name in any video online, it's the way that you're saying it and the way right. that I originally said it. So uh, he's probably used to having his name fucked. And considering how we're going to treat his movie. <laughs> That should really be the least of our worries right now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of other things are going to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so before we do get into that, I, I do want to give a shout-out and a mention of our uh, Patreon campaign, which is still ongoing, to support the show. It's easy to go over. Uh, there's actually a link now on the nobudgetpodcast.com website. You can find some information about it over on our Facebook group as well. Uh, we do have a new addition to uh, to that Patreon, and that is Curtis Raiden. We're going to say Raiden. It could be Radon or Radin, uh, but because of both Mo and my own Mortal Kombat love, we will go with Raiden. Yeah, I'm, Raiden definitely wins this time. Yes, so thanks so much, Curtis. We really super mega appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will say you look very smart in your photo on the Patreon website holding a gun. So please, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything bad about you because I'm a giant wuss. <laughs> I'm not either because he pledged money Because he pledged money Also we have no reason to say anything bad We're just... Adolf Hitler could pledge money on to be like Hey that Hitler guy had some good ideas <laughs> Maybe not That's that's the kind of thing you want to have recorded <laughs> <laughs> That's what it could never come back to me out of context When Mo decides to run for public office a few years from now That could come back to hurt him a little uh, uh, Mr. Port is it true that back in uh, 2000 uh, Early 2015 That uh, you <laughs> You once said that Hitler had some good ideas. <laughs> That'll be a soundtrack. Yes, but, yes, but. but. <laughs> now, uh, yes, this movie we're going to watch, Fungicide, is from the director, for longtime fans of No Budget Nightmares, the director of Suburban Sasquatch yes. and Malevolent Ascent. One of which is good. 
One of those movies is, well, uh, entertaining, I would say. <laughs> fair, fair, fair point. Fair point. Now, which means, by the way, though uh, Todd Sheets will always be the director whose films we've covered the most of, we have covered, we after this episode, we'll have covered a pretty high percentage of the Dave Waskovich movies that exist. Uh, I think he's directed five, and this will be the third of those five. We, we might have to cover all of them at some point. I imagine that we're going to. I'm only realizing at this very moment that in terms of the IMDb, Fungicide is actually comes after Suburban Sasquatch. Now, I don't know. I can't remember in the copyright of Suburban Sasquatch when it says it actually was released. In the IMDb, it says 2004, and it mm. says Fungicide is 2005. However, Which is weird because the copyright on this one says 2002. 2002. That's right. correct. Uh, so it's a little difficult to say for sure which one comes first, but... Uh, uh, We'll get into why you might think that this one came before Suburban mm-hmm. Sasquatch in uh, in just a little bit. Uh, but yes, just going back to that theme song, we will hear a little bit of it later on. It is something else. Suburban Sasquatch. This is also a, fur- a family affair. There is uh, more than one Waskovich on the uh, credits. Uh, not only does Dave act in this movie, uh, so does, I believe, it would have to be his sister, Mary, has a fairly major part in the movie. And we also get uh, Loretta and Edward Waskovich, who I'm not sure if, again, we talked about this on the Suburban Sasquatch episode, whether that's his parents or grandparents. I'm going to say parents. I'm going to assume it's his parents. We're going to assume it's his parents because, of course, we do know uh, Loretta's uh, singing voice from... Uh... Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Man, you are fucking up tonight. <laughs> no, that one was legit. Uh, but for that... That's Loretta right there singing that song. Yep. Yep. But we'll hear more from her a little bit later. So is there anything else we need to get to, Mo, before jumping into the movie? No. How are you I... feeling today? Good. Good. Well, well rested. I'll, I'll prob- I probably won't start, start yawning until about the hour mark. The tagline for Fungicide is, you don't pick them, they pick you. Oh, Christ. If I just ask you, Mo, what's the most, after you finish watching Fungicide, what's the most notable thing about Fungicide? As a movie, the most notable thing mm-hmm. for me. What's the thing you took away from it? If, if if you know, maybe the first thing that you would bring up to someone when they're when you're talking about this movie. I would probably bring up, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> that maybe you should uh, not use CGI in, <laughs> in low budget films. Why? Why is that then? Oh, oh, because the CGI in this is just. Abysmal, and I mean in the best way possible. But good lord, <laughs> you know how CGI from say 1995 has aged incredibly badly because uh, movies back then just used it to such an excessive amount, and uh, it's gotten uh, it's improved so much since then that you can spot it right away. Well, oh, absolutely. Say that if you went back a few years from that uh, to <laughs> even maybe even pre Jurassic Park time, and that quality of CGI. <laughs> And then in 2002, if that's when this movie really was made, that you packed it full of it, of that level of CGI. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring this up now, Mo, is because we're going to be talking about some of the special effects as we go through. Of course, people who haven't seen the movie won't be able to see what we've seen. We have some examples of it on the Facebook group. I even posted a, a series of animated GIFs because you got to see this shit in action, boy. Yeah, see, I only posted one picture from the film, and that one was a practical effect. That practical effect was posted previously by Brandon Bennett and oh, okay. by me as an animated gift just the day before. 
All right, well, good, because I pay attention to the group, clearly. <laughs> Mo? Yeah. In 2002, a young Pennsylvanian named Dave Wascovich, maybe. Arguably. Arguably. Decided that what the world needed was a movie about killer mushrooms, not from outer space, created by man. A man gone wild with inspiration, but also madness of the science sort. And, I'm sure it had nothing to do with spending years in his parents' basement. Yeah, well, and, and apparently that's what happens when you're raised by the Waskoviches. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and with that, he brought to the world a fungicide, not as well known as Suburban Sasquatch, but uh, and we'll t- talk about why that might be in just a little bit. Let's let's talk about first the first thing that you see in the movie, which is the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. What I think we've said this before. I the first thing I think about when I see a credits that looks like this is Adobe After Effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> in fact, I imagine that that I. Someone who's familiar with creating any sort of effect in Adobe After Effects will see a lot of familiar things in this movie. Uh, as we mentioned before, yes, this is a family affair. There's a number of Waskoviches in this movie, including Dave himself. Um, what would you say is the... How would you describe the acting quality in this movie, Mo? Uh, mm-hmm. God damn. Compare it first to Suburban Sasquatch. Well, suburban Sasquatch is downright Sasquatch. Yeah, Sasquatch is uh, downright Shakespeare compared to this. Tell me another thing, Mo. You live in Connecticut. I do. Have you ever been to Pennsylvania? Um, yeah, but I'll I'll be damned if I fucking remember anything about it. All right, but the one thing that really kind of jumps out now that I've seen three movies by this director is the Pennsylvanian accents that everyone has in these movies. Now, I shouldn't be making fun of anyone's accent. No, Um, you should. I certainly should not. (laughs) But I do want uh, our listeners to pay close attention to some of these sound clips to because everyone kind of sounds like they've just popped out of. I don't know. They the, the the this Pennsylvania accent is I I can't do an impression of it, but it looks like they popped out of like the best show on WFMU or something like that. They they really have a really exaggerated accent. Yeah, I yeah I can't do the Pennsylvania. Let's accent. hear it, Mo. I can't do it. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yins guys. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. <clears throat> now this movie has a lot of visual effects outside of just special effects. Like there's fake letterboxing going on. There's a lot of, of weird kind of framing that takes place. There's a lot of digital zooms that take place in this movie. The digital zooms in this are just horrific. Ph- ph- phenomenal. <laughs> but the movie really starts after the opening credits with the introduction of uh, a scientist, a chemist maybe, and he's working on some sort of formula. The great thing is because they don't give you any sort of establishing shot mm-hmm. or like or, you know, like any way of. Uh, well, yeah, an establishing shot oh, uh-huh. uh, that you you are led to believe that he's in some kind of laboratory. Right. You know, but then like you're I mean, like the walls are exposed, you know, like the wood <laughs> frame, you know, like he's clearly in a basement. But I mean, if they had just taken two seconds to to say that he was in a basement, you know, then it would have been a little less jarring, and you would have and you would have been like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Instead, you have to wait, you know, to to find out what's happening because at this because up until that point, you're just assuming 
that he's in a Labrador. And especially or, because then, then it cuts to the these two older people talking at a table. It's hard right. to get that across that they're supposed to be upstairs from where he's working. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on when it first switched to them speaking. Because uh, they're it switched. Okay, so this guy is, is like swirling around colorful liquids and beakers because, you know, he's a scientist. Well, yeah. And then his parents, who we find out are his parents, they talk about how their son needs a rest, that he's been cooped down in that basement for too long. Yeah. But they also seem aware of the fact that he is doing very important science work. Well, I what I love is the fact that like he's down there and he's mixing these chemicals together and he's spilling shit and he's using beakers to stir shit and mm-hmm. you know or, like uh, test tubes and stuff to to stir with and like what what are you doing? <laughs> you know, he's doing science and in yeah. fact, look, the work he's doing is very important. Let's hear it from uh, from the matriarch of the Waskovich family. <laughs> But just think of the many benefits to mankind that his formulas could end up doing. (laughs) 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 Yes, his name is Silas. He he is a science person. And uh, then the father uh, who is sitting at the table goes to check on Silas. And uh, we see him put a test tube... In a case, like a fancy case, which also which has like foam in it, so it's things like a gun case, almost like a gun case, absolutely, yeah. or, pro- or maybe some sort of um, a tools would normally fit in it. What's yeah. great is he puts the test tube in it, and it it do- he doesn't put it in a space that fits it exactly. It just kind of yeah. rolls around <laughs> in it because you know low budget. What kind of name is Silas, by the way? I guess it's not that unusual. Silas, um, like S I L A S, Silas. Yeah. So uh, his mother actually has a surprise for him, but this is like the timeline of this is all fucked. So what is his her surprise for him? Uh, that she uh, booked him. I don't know if it's a weekend or a week away in the woods. Right, a week uh, in like a cabin or like a bed yeah. and breakfast type thing. Except at this point, she hasn't done it yet. Right, exactly because <laughs> she was on the phone with the woman. When the house exploded. No, no, she, no, she wasn't. Yet. No, she hadn't even phoned her She yet. hadn't even called him yet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, sometimes for establishing shots, like outdoors ones, they will use a CG landscape, like like a full like mountain, <laughs> mountain that, range that looks like something out of like pre-Tron. <laughs> it, like you ever, you ever ever play like uh like a playstation one game mm-hmm. that's yep. trying that's trying to look like it has like an epic scope so it uses like a, just a big wide sweeping shot of some really shitty looking landscape it's like, well it's it's like it's like what it looks like that actually might even be giving it too much credit it's more that's like true it might it's almost like a nintendo 64 game like a turok <laughs> on n64 <laughs> but but yes yeah, so it's pretty rough looking but uh but we'll get used to that we're then introduced to a different location. At first, we don't really know where it is. We see a woman dusting candles, and she dusts a dagger that's mounted on the wall, which looks particularly not real looking. Yeah. Uh, she even dusts the camera lens, Mo. Yes, very clever. Yeah. Well, there's some other movies where they could have used cleaning of the camera lens. <laughs> yeah, we've covered plenty of them. <laughs> so she, there's a part then where she looks out the window, and she has sudden, a sudden vision of that scientist and a, just a couple of clips uh, of what uh, I guess might be possible in the future. And she has to sit for a moment, and that's when the phone rings. Now, I have an audio clip here, Mo. You're probably wondering, why did Doug say that he wanted to take this audio clip? I don't know. 
the the reason is, and this is it's gonna sound so dumb, and maybe it doesn't even sound like 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 it makes any sense to people listening. But the phone rings, and then it's like it rings a couple of times, so you only hear it once here. And then she says the phone, which <laughs> anyway, let's let's have a listen. It's more like the phone. So she questions the fact that the phone is ringing. It's not really funny, but I didn't know what kind of audio clips I'd have to get out of this movie. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, th- this is one of those ones that I was actually trying to pay attention. You know, I, t- I generally try to pay attention for when the audio clips happen in the movie <laughs> itself. And this one I didn't even notice. So I'm just like, so I just stuck it in my notes around where I thought it should be. I'm like, I think this happens here. It's Silas's mother calling because she wants to book. A room at this mountain hideaway. That's what it's called, the mountain hideaway. Which, by the yeah. way, that now it makes a lot more sense that all those exterior shots show a really shitty-looking CG mountain. But you get no impression at all that it's on a mountain <laughs> otherwise. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, so we discovered that there are two rooms available. And uh, they have a little conversation about Silas and, well... <laughs> You'll see how the sound editing is on this movie, This too. might actually be my favorite audio clip. <laughs> all right, let's have a little listen. Well, that sounds nice. My son would love to stay for the week. He's a brilliant scientist, you know. Mm, that's interesting. My son is more of an agricultural scientist. Oh, well, well that's very nice. I love how like there are zero fucks right there. <laughs> my son's a brilliant scientist. Oh, that's great. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'm a hippy dippy type. I don't give a shit. The, the mother also says that uh, Silas. It, 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 she hopes it's okay if Silas can't arrive for a few hours, and of course that's fine. But would you expect that it wouldn't be until say the next day or, or something like that? Right. Exactly. It's like, oh, by the way, I just, I booked you for this weekend away from it all. It's right up the street. By the way, Mo, we're close. We're close people, you and I. If you were ever going to surprise me with a weekend away at some sort of mountain getaway, pick one that doesn't look like the one in this movie. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> because the mountain getaway is more like just a person's house or maybe just... maybe like a not a cabin but like someone no, it's just somebody's house. It's just somebody's house. Yeah. No, I, in fact, if I ever do do that, I'm going to uh Make sure that there it's a weekend where some like stereotypical douchey guy, uh, a, a professional wrestler. Oh, or, uh, you know. now why why ever would you mention that? Uh, well, we'll find out in a minute. Right now, in fact, because right we're introduced now. to a douchebag driving a car. We're introduced, by the way. They use uh, he uses for a transition uh, one of those windmill wipes that you see in like um, micro, Microsoft Movie Maker. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but uh, not only is it a douchebag driving a car, it's a recognizable douchebag. It is the cop from Suburban Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's nodding as he drives his convertible, and he gets a call from his doctor reminding him to take his pills. No, that's not the business guy. Or is the douche guy. Sorry, it's the no, douche sorry. guy. Yeah, yeah, there's another douchebag later. Don't They're all douchebags in this movie. For anyone who isn't sure, this douchebag we're talking about is a wrestler, a professional wrestler. Yep. Because it was 2002 when this movie came out. <laughs> but uh, he, he, yeah, his doctor calls and reminds him to take his pills and tells him not to get angry. This might come into play a little later. He is going to the same bed and breakfast or mountain retreat or whatever the fuck that, that, uh, that Silas is going to go to. But he arrives first and he is welcomed by the woman who runs the place who we've already been introduced to. Her name is Jade Moon and she's kind of hippy dippy. 
Very hippy dippy. And of course, he's a professional wrestler. It's like the odd couple, very popular right now. Yeah. Now, what I was saying about the Pennsylvania accent, this is really what I was talking to. They introduce he sorry, he introduces himself to her and then he kind of explains why he's he's come and uh, and what he thinks of his new location. Nice place you have here. Seems like a nice place to relax. You know, being out on the road with the boys is one thing, but just having a place to come up and relax and do nothing is pretty nice. Pretty nice. It's pretty pretty nice. <laughs> he also fucks up that line, by the way. Yeah. They just kept it in because why? Why wouldn't you? You know, being out on the road with the boys is one thing, but having a nice place to relax. <laughs> wow, you're that's good. You're <laughs> good at that. That's not bad. <laughs> um, and by the way, in this conversation between the two, uh, Jade continually makes unfortunate sexual references. You know, I got to tell you that I'm surprised that at no point during the, the filming of this film. Or at no point during this film, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, I'm as good as the douchebag. Um, <laughs> that uh, that I'm surprised that the word jag off is never used. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so she she makes uh, like she she says something about that this is a place where people can get together and give it to each other, which I don't even know how you could fuck up saying that. Uh, right. That that's just kind of straightforward. And this is the point where Mo, we should mention what this movie is in terms of tone. This is a comedy. It's supposed to be. I hope it's supposed to be. <laughs> but here's the thing. Suburban Sasquatch, that's a comedy too yeah. in some ways, right? It has a light tone. There's some intentional humor in it. But this movie is much less serious than Suburban Sasquatch was. Yeah, this one's downright, go- downright goofy. Right. This one is meant to be funny. Like the characters are supposed to have amusing dialogue. They have names like Major Wang. <laughs> you know, really high quality comedy. Uh, and so that's important. That's going to be really important because bad comedy is hard to take, and uh, it's really hard to take here. Yeah, yeah. As we, I was saying this to Mo before we started recording, someone gives you a highlight reel of Fungicide, you will watch it and be like, if you're the kind of person listening to this, you'd be like, I got to see this movie. Right. This is going to be a good time. And when you watch it, all of those things are in it, and probably a lot more, but it feels like it goes on for three days. It's it's the longest hour and 20 minutes of my life. Because even the special effects, once they kick in, and there's a shitload of them in this, it's just the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. And it gets to be so tiring and exhausting to watch. Well, not to mention the fact that the first 40 minutes of this film is just foreshadowing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she, Jade, gives uh, this wrestler, and by the way, his name is Titus. Titus Ignitus is his name. I don't think he ever says his last name in the fucking movie. (laughs) Titus Ignitus. Wow. She gives him a tour of the place. It looks like not a place you would pay to stay at. Uh, And he also takes his pills. He has to stop for a second. He grabs his pills and he takes one. She at first mistakes that for drugs, but he explains that it's uh, to help his condition. She asks what it is. What does he say? Spontaneous combustion. Right. And that is a joke that later on we'll see what happens with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, he goes into his room and he unpacks and he unpacks a bunch of pictures of himself. I thought that was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. That's a pretty yeah. good gag. We are now introduced to the next character to be uh, introduced to this mountain hideaway, and this is Property Guy. I hate this guy. This Property Guy is named Jackson P. Jackson. I feel, you know, 
I knew a guy who who whose first name and last name were the same, and it makes you wonder like what the parents were thinking. I know this is a joke, but still, I don't know. Just bring be, it, throwing it, just throwing it out there. It'd be like if your name was Porn Porn. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> so this guy is when we call him property guy. He he like purchases property. He's a. I in my notes I refer to him as business douche. Business douche is a really good way of putting it because <laughs> this that's what he cares about really. He, all he really cares about is is buying the property that this mountain retreat is on. Yeah, I mean, to the point that, like, later on in the film, and we'll get there, but uh, later on in the film where, like, he wakes up and the house is under attack, like, the only thing he cares about is getting his morning cup of coffee in the real estate section. Yeah, so he yeah. Th- all these characters are defined by this very narrow uh, category of what they are, right? Right. One guy's a wrestler, so he talks. He makes wrestling references all the time. All the time. Yeah, and this guy is a business guy, so all he talks about is business. And later on, there'll be a military guy, and he—it's fucking stupid, is what it is. But Ugh. that is what it is. Uh, but the other notable thing about Jackson P. Jackson is that he is played by the director of the movie. Yep. He is Dave Waskovich is playing Jackson P. Jackson, and to give him credit. I do think that he probably gives the strongest performance, but that is not saying much. No, it's not. And you are right, though. He is definitely. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to say the best thing about this movie, but he is probably the best. <laughs> he's performed. not. He's not the best thing about this movie. No. <laughs> if you want to hear a little bit of his performance, let's uh, let's give some of his dialogue. He's driving to the location and he's commenting on some of the stuff that he sees in terms of the other uh, buildings and houses around. Oh yeah. Lots and lots of real estate. Now if I can only get that incense-sniffing, broccoli-eating bitch to sign on the dotted line, I'd have that property. You know, so he's the kickbacks. So he's like, uh, yeah, so he's like a, you know... So, so basically in that line, he say, he's essentially telling us that everybody else in the area has already sold. Right. Or at least that's what, that's what I'm getting out of it. The suggestion seems to be that he's already tried to purchase it before. Because otherwise, why? And in fact, they say that later on that he's tried to purchase from her parents and I guess grandparents. Uh, but when he meets her in a minute, it's supposed to be the first time he's ever met her. Because he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, we learn that uh, Jackson P. Jackson's description of her as incense sniffing and broccoli eating is actually legit. Because the very next thing we see is her offering broccoli and cheese to Mr. Titus, who he calls she calls tight ass. And uh, he says that uh, he he says he doesn't have an appetite because of the incense. It's making him incensed. Oh God! Hmm? What? Nope. No. All right. Passed. <laughs> so uh, they hear a big kind of smash crash outside, and that is the property guy Jackson P. Jackson arriving. He crashes his car or something, and we know that he crashes it because it cuts to him outside with lots of fake smoke coming out of his car. <laughs> Dave Waskovich is. Uh, his obsession with putting special effects on scenes is something I actually really love because there's no need for it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally needless. <laughs> what I love the most about this film, and this is pr- probably my favorite thing about this movie, uh, is how they will introduce things and then it never comes up again. Nope. You know? It's like, this dude just crashed his car into something on her property. He doesn't care. She doesn't care. Nope. They just... Go on with it. Because it's comedy, you see. Oh, is that what it is? It's about pacing, Mo. Pacing is everything. Yeah. You know what comedy is about? The wide the wide angle. Yes. You know what else it's about? 
pacing. You know what else it's about? Timing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says that Jackson P. Jackson, that the P stands for pissed off because he can't find a room. He also later says that Kiching is his middle name. I thought it was pissed off. I thought it was pissed off. Um, Actual line from the film. <laughs> and we also uh, then see Jade call a exterminator Mo an exterminator like what you used to do. Uh-huh. And if she says that they have carpenter ants. That I love. I love how she's so hippy dippy that she's like, "Oh, could you please make sure to have some like you know environmentally friendly?" You know, I bet people ask that all the time. You know what? Uh, yeah, they do. Hey Mo, <laughs> sorry. Hey, my vo- hey, hey Mo. My voice was getting particularly high. <laughs> well, you're like an excited puppy dog. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we almost have all of our characters together. You might be wondering where Silas is, and Silas arrives right now. In fact, you probably are also wondering, okay, he had this uh, this um, test tube full of stuff that he's put into his uh, briefcase. He's brought that with him. But nothing else. But nothing else. Now, how is that going to play into what's going to happen, right? The movie's called yeah. Fungicide. He has yeah. this test tube. He's going out to – right? So you probably have figured it out. And you're wondering, well, when are they going to get to that? Well, they get to it right away. He trips uh. immediately. I, I, I love the fact that because everybody's a stereotype in this one that Silas shows up in his lab coat. <laughs> Everyone stays dressed like they're dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he goes up uh, the, the, the steps to the building, trips immediately, drops his test tube out of the uh, suitcase, and it spills onto the ground and onto some mushrooms below. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love... Um... I love uh, the sound effects used in this. There, there are some uh, later in the film, in particular, when uh, <laughs> well, we'll get to it. But, uh, but I, I, this, the whole film is just like speckled with just ridiculous sound effects. Oh my yes! Unfortunately, we don't get anything quite as egregious as the suburban Sasquatch noise in this. However, no. that level of editing where you hear a sound repeated is something that you'll hear a few times, and we'll we'll uh, we have some sound clips of that. Uh, so. After he trips outside, the people inside hear it, and they come out to check on him. And this is what Jade Moon's response is. Goodness my, bless the goddess of the sky. What on earth happened here? Oh, sorry. I guess I dropped my scientific experiment. I mean, my hobby. Well, we better get this cleaned up so it doesn't kill any of my plants. You must be Professor Pers- Sorry, that cuts off a little, but I just wanted to get a sense of what the- Man, you're con- bad at this <laughs> audio clip editing thing. That uh, No, I'm terrific at it. <laughs> uh, I can tell. That, that uh, I wanted to get a sense of what the, like, the back and forth is like in a case like that. Yeah. His response to her, that, oh, oh, my hobby, is that's how his dialogue is in the movie. He's supposed to be a weirdo. Well, that's how it starts. That's how it starts, but he he gets more weird as it goes on. Really, as, as, yeah. As the uh, he's the only character he's the only character in the film who's uh, who actually like sort of evolves into something else. I mean, he starts off as just a weirdo, and then he turns into a big fucking weirdo. Yeah, you know the, the that's the, that's the uh, hero's journey you keep hearing about. <laughs> <laughs> then a dude with a fake beard arrives, and we learn that it's the exterminator. That fake beard, though. Now, Good lord. I imagine that the actor playing... Yeah, that's fake beard. Playing the exterminator is one of the actors who we've seen already at this point. Uh, a lot of people pull double duty on this. I imagine everyone plays at least one mushroom later on. 
but yeah, so we get introduced to that character. Don't get too attached to him because we go back inside and we we learn, by the way, that this bed and breakfast or mountain retreat or whatever, you just sit together <laughs> and there's nothing to do. Well, that's that's actually pretty accurate. Well, I mean, like they're but... sitting with each other, like on a couch, all the yeah. characters. And uh, we learn that Silas is probably been in the basement a little too long because uh, we see Titus drinking a beer. Uh, right next to him is is Jackson and Silas, and this is the uh, the dialogue. What's that? It's called a beer, man. Beer? Jeez, is this guy for real? Beer? Beer? Yeah. So he's supposed to be uh, a person who hasn't had a lot of experience with life. He doesn't know what a fucking beer is. <laughs> I saw the other students drinking those while yes. I got my doctorate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the exterminator uh, is looking around the property. He ends up crawling underneath the patio where all that uh, substance dripped down just a little bit. Something grabs him and he screams and he gets pulled under. I actually liked it, like when he got pulled under. Yeah, it looks good, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know what's really good about it? You don't see any mushrooms yet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's uh, this movie goes downhill. Back inside, Silas is drinking like it's going out of style. And then he says he's ready to go home. <laughs> like he's done, right? He's already had enough time at this at this retreat. Well, this is another thing, too. It's like, uh, you know, you'd think... So Silas spills his hobby... And uh, and you'd think he'd be more pissed off about yeah. that because clearly it's just something he's been working on for a long time, but he just it just goes away and it's yeah. like he doesn't even think about it. And he doesn't he doesn't seem to have any. Uh, there's no suggestion that he thinks there's going to be a consequence either, or that he wants to go home because he thinks there's going to be like killer mushrooms out to get him. Right, right, he just, right. He just he just wants to go back to his experiments. I guess he feels like he can recreate it fairly easily. But if that's mm. the case, why did he take it with him? Right. Uh, why did he take it with him to begin with? Yeah, well, I don't know. Why don't you, I'm I, telling you. I, what are you telling me now? I don't know. So uh, Jade, realizing that all they're doing is drinking beer, <laughs> suggests that they all go for uh, a walk. And this is a really strange sequence because almost all, all the dialogue is drowned out by the music in the background. Which but is there really... is but there is the really great line where the uh, the business douche guy goes, ah, fresh air. Not as good as circulated ball air. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a business guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they go for a little walk outside, and she's really hippy dippy about it. And she stops. Yep, to she stops to talk to a caterpillar. Talk to a caterpillar, uh, and then a g- guy comes out of the forest swinging a machete, almost killing all of them. <laughs> and we are introduced to our final major character. And when I say major character, I mean his name is Major Major Wang. Major Wang. And Major Wang is, just like how wrestling was very big in 2002, another thing that was very big was reality shows. <laughs> you might I, would argue, I would argue that those are still pretty big. Yeah, they both are. But they were really a kind of uh, in the consciousness of some people at that time period. And this gentleman is in a reality show, he says, called Last Man Standing, which, by the way, I think was a, a reality show I called that. I believe there was one, yeah. Uh, and he, it's like a military survivalist show. Where they, uh, he describes it and it doesn't make any sense. He says something like, they, they vote the weakest connection at the military file council, he says. Sure. Th- those are the words I got out of it. Um, and 
Jade is upset because this is her property. There's not supposed to be anyone else on it, especially someone almost killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when she tries, when she says that it's her property and he has to get lost, he uh, reacts very badly, which in turn, uh, we get uh, some dialogue from Titus. Shut your trap, lady. Hey, don't pressure the little lady. I'll do a half Nelson on your punk ass. Punk ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pressure the lady. I'll do a half Nelson on your punk ass. <laughs> we should read down this entire movie with you doing that stupid fucking voice. <laughs> uh, Major Wang also has another character with him, a, a cameraman who's filming everything he's doing using a camera that looks way too old to be used for filming television. But what right. are you going to do? He yeah. mentions that uh, he's he's already done some pretty shitty things. You might think that this character is going to be an asshole for the rest of this movie, but he's not really. I don't know why. No, he's actually probably one of the most <laughs> uh, morally upright of the bunch. <laughs> but that takes a little bit. That uh, takes a lot. So th- suddenly the cameraman screams and ah! he, he vanishes. Wang runs off. Wang, yes, runs mm-hmm. off into the woods and the other four stay behind. They they think that's like part of like, the show that it's, uh, um, that it's like uh, some sort of uh, stunt, and then Wang wanders out of the woods. He has the camera in his hand, and it's covered in blood. Well, that explains why they, why they used such an old model. Yes, that's right. And then, then he drops it, which really explains why they used such an old model. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later on, they have brought Wang back to the mountain retreat. So now all of our major characters are together in a remote, closed-off location. It's like a horror movie of some sort. I kind of get a huge kick out of this part, too, because this is another example of something happening and them just forgetting about it because they get back to the cabin and instead of like showing them in the cabin with Major Wang, right? they they cut to Jade out in the yard chopping wood. Yes. The saddest wood chopping I've she ever seen. She is not good at, considering this is supposed to be her life and right. you think she would have to be doing this all the time, she does not appear to be an experienced woodsman. No. <laughs> uh, Jackson comes out to talk to her ostensibly to uh, well really it's just because he wants to purchase the property he wants to plant some seeds regarding that he does mention as he comes out that one day someone's going to break the glass of the sliding door that she has and that's a little bit of foreshadowing too <laughs> Uh huh. So well, and the, the, I mean, the best part too is that there's a, he says something to to the effect that he knows the entire mountain better than her, and that like yeah. he could be out of there in five minutes if he had to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's not foreshadowing. <laughs> so uh, then somebody screams. Yep. And they go back inside, and uh, and then this dialogue happens. Did he just scream? Everyone screams for ice cream. Oh, Silas. For one thing, the, the line should be, we all scream for ice cream, right? Right. And also, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would he even bring up ice cream? Right. Uh, but yes, apparently, the Major Wang had a major breakthrough. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> and... I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> um... But he's uh, he's sitting there kind of in silence still because he still is in shock. And but they have the VHS tape from the camera that was being filmed, and they decide to put it on the television or what? Man, thank thank God that reality show is using antiquated technology. <laughs> <laughs> so they put the VHS tape in, and because this is a movie, the the image on the screen which has been overlaid onto it doesn't quite fit. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and we see some scenes of something attacking the cameraman. At first, it's it's Major Wang talking to the camera, but then we see that the cameraman being attacked. Good thing he kept that rolling. You yeah, think no. you think it would be some footage of him talking to the group because the cameraman was filming that. It was the last thing. It was the last <laughs> thing he filmed, and that all of a sudden it's not even on the tape. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, so they're all still a little bit skeptical about this whole thing. They think that they may be part of the reality show, and in fact, they do one of those Todd Sheets jokes where they think maybe we're being filmed right now, and they all and they look all look around. around. <laughs> But, but it, you know, that joke would have been so much better if they just did a wide shot and had everybody look around. But no, they cut to each individual person yeah. and that person looks around. They might as well had someone go, huh? 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 What? <laughs> then Jade goes into the kitchen to cook something and she brings out some mushrooms and that makes Major Wang pop up out of his shock and knock the mushrooms out of her hand. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> Titus, I think, says something like, I'm going to do my new finishing maneuver on you. And uh, but we we understand that um, that the mushrooms must have something to do with the death of the cameraman, and we then also get a POV shot of something walking towards the property. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so Titus is getting a little sick of all this shit, so he decides to go outside. And by the way, stuff's about to get unhinged. You might be wondering where the mushrooms are. Well, here they come. I love that he's like that he goes to leave. He's like, good, too much drama. Too much drama. He goes outside. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of scenes in this movie which have a white frame around the image. I don't know why. I don't uh, it's all kind of weird. But he goes outside and he sees a big mushroom. Like a really big mushroom. D- Doug, let me ask you a question. Sure. When you, because you're Canadian, so I'm assuming you go walking in the woods all the time. I, I have. Yeah. You probably do it way more than I do. Possibly. Uh, when you're out and about... Do you ever uh, stop and talk to the plants? Uh, I can't say I have, but I and I also can't say that I've ever decided to pet a plant. <laughs> I feel like that's not a natural reaction to see. No, a why would you pet a mushroom? He caresses the fucking thing. He really does. And it turns around, as mushrooms do, and bites his wrist. Then bites his ankle. By the way, these two injuries, they will have in the next scene. They will be mentioned and then be forgotten about for the rest of the movie. Completely forgotten. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So this mushroom. By the way, the mushrooms. Let's talk about the mushrooms. The mushrooms come in three categories. Well, four categories really. The, the one of them are just kind of little spores, which are all over the side of the house that you see sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the next category are puppets, like puppets that are on someone's hand. Yep. The you could have just said hand puppets. Hand puppets. I guess <laughs> you Americans have shorthand for everything. Uh, the next category are full-sized human puppets almost, but they're, they're costumes. Uh, life-size uh, person, human, mushroom costumes. Yeah, think like... Um, a Dalek. Like the, <laughs> a Dalek. I was going to go uh, more like the, the hippo or the walrus from uh, Meet the Feebles. That works. And full, then, full body... Uh, full body uh, puppetry And finally we have the computer generated Mushrooms which sometimes interact Not only with humans but with other Costumed mushrooms Just to make it look even more Fucking ridiculous Yeah. Uh, but okay so right now we're still dealing with the Puppet version, uh, hand puppet version I should say So I just noticed something about my notes Apparently my uh, my text program here Decided to autocorrect a lot Because instead of writing out mushroom every single time I wrote out shroom Uh huh 
but it kept auto-correcting it. So half the time it says shrug, and half the time it says shrimp. Oh, shrimp. I just thought you'd like to know that. Killer shrimp. (laughs) Probably be a better movie. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, So... He runs back inside, Titus does, after being bitten by a mushroom, and he tells the people in there that the mushroom attacked him. They don't believe him at first. Uh, I can't remember who says it. They say that mushrooms don't kill people, people kill people. It's not a very good line either. Um, I would assume that Jade says that. Yeah, maybe so. And then the he sits down, and mushrooms have started to grow out of the wound on his leg. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Major Wang cuts them off, and... Jay tells everyone to relax, and you know what they do? Nothing. They don't do anything. They relax. They just yeah. let it go. In fact, the next thing that happens is uh, Major Wang and Titus are outside practicing sword fighting. Tony. Tony? Yeah. Titus. Yeah, his name is Titus. Is Tony Titus Ignitus. Yeah. Oh, it's the same person, Mo. I know, I know. I just like that. Tony! I was just letting people know. All right. Um, I, yeah, he has a great line in there. He goes, in my profession, we swing chairs. <laughs> yes. But but they're outside. They don't seem yeah. worried at all about the fact that he got bitten by a fucking giant mushroom. They're yeah. outside practicing stick fighting. By the way, we're 40 minutes into the film now. Yeah, we are. We're 40 yeah. minutes in. Like, almost nothing has happened. Almost it's, nothing. Except a lot of foreshadowing. Well, it's, this stuff is about to happen, so we've got to give a credit to that. Right. Uh, and b- by the way, Major Wang, who b- before was acting like an asshole, he's totally a nice guy now. He's also apparently a trained martial artist. However, in his training, uh, stick fighting is just doing the same thing back and forth, like just going, what, like hitting and then waiting for someone to hit you and then hitting and just doing that again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, get used to that because you're going to be seeing a lot of it a Lots little later. <laughs> So Jade comes out and offers them lemonade, says that there's a storm brewing. Um, Silas is still acting like a weirdo, and now he's kind of explaining what's going on a little bit, even though they don't understand what he's saying, saying that he's he he somehow gave the gift of learning to something. We obviously know that it's the plants, that it's the mushrooms. Right. Why was it just the mushrooms that came to life and not all the plants around it? Um, that's stupid talk. Mm, I guess. <laughs> So thank goodness there weren't any like, you know, like bugs in the ground next to the uh, mushroom or anything like that. So we have to stop like we're not stopping, but we have to stop to talk about something that you love and that I love and that anyone who has seen this movie loves. We get now a shot of a severed hand outside. We're, We're supposed to see what kind of damage these mushrooms are doing in that we see the body of the exterminator from earlier and it's being uh, eaten by the mushrooms. Exp- Describe this body to me, this corpse. I'm so glad you wrote, you asked me that because I actually wrote a line describing what the body looks like. <laughs> I say, uh, I, I, I write, we, uh, we see the shroom eating the dead body of the cameraman, but now he looks like an oh, extra. Oh, it's the cameraman, from, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the cameraman. But now he looks like an extra from a particularly evil episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> His head. And then, uh, then I write, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the color red and the letter B. <laughs> so this corpse has a body, just like you would expect, but its head <laughs> is just a paper mache head that there's been no effort made to make it look real. Like the eye, the eyes are drawn on it. The thing is, it's. I feel like they at first probably went into it thinking, okay, we need a fake head. We're going to make it, and this is how it turned out. And instead of saying, "Oh, this looks super fake," they decided to say, they decided to go, "Oh, this is a comedy anyway, so it's okay for it to look this fake." That's what I'm assuming. Happened. Yeah, but it 
it's so much more obviously terrible than and, and this is a movie full of terrible effects, but yeah. it's so much more obviously terrible that it's it's impossible to look at and not laugh. So we it's, it's it's one thing to have like quick cutting shots, you know, back and forth between the the head, but there are like these long lingering <laughs> yeah. shots on the the fake head. It's, it's... Even better, they use that same head for other characters later on. <laughs> So, so uh, back inside, uh, Jade hears a sound outside. Titus goes to check it out. He looks out the window and he sees mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at this point, Silas has started to act really fucked up. And there's a point where he, realizing that the mushrooms are outside, he jumps out of his chair, runs outside, and says this. <laughs> Come to me! Come to me! Come to me, your master! That uh, I often say things to say things three times. That whacking sound at the end is the sound of a baseball bat hitting him in the head. But what's notable noticeable about that baseball bat, and I don't know if you notice this, Mo. Is that it's CG? Is that it's CG. It's a yeah. fake baseball bat comes out and whacks him on the head, and it is idiotic. Uh-huh. So they tie up Silas. 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 They tie him up to a chair, and r- immediately after tying him to the, this chair, he starts to fantasize about these mushrooms. And, I love this. And movie. I have to say, in terms of like we make fun of some stuff in this movie about how idiotic a lot of the comedy is and how it doesn't work. This right. part works. This, this part, part is really re- funny. Really works because he starts to have these fantasies about palling around with the mushrooms like they're his best friends. Yeah. So at first it shows him feeding one of the mushrooms from a bowl. Right, he's feeding him like oatmeal. <laughs> then he shows him playing video games right. against him. And he's talking to him while he's doing it, right? <laughs> You're doing real terrible. Then him playing cards against one of the mushrooms. They're, they're playing Go Fish. <laughs> and then him reading a bedtime story and tucking and one of them tucking in. Tucking him into the bed. And I really like that. I, think, I, I wish they played that a little more, that he's the whole point of his experiments are to create friends for himself. Right. Not you know I don't need him to be a sympathetic character necessarily, but at least it would explain some of this shit. I think it's supposed to be the suggestion at the very least. Yeah, exactly. I mean they could they could have played that up a lot a lot longer and cut some of the other filler material out. <laughs> so, someone asks in just a moment, how come Titus does, doesn't just leave? Why doesn't he just go home if all this shit is so bad? <laughs> and he says because he's paid in full. He's paid in full. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna stick it out. <laughs> Makes so, sense to me. We also get a little exposition from Silas about what these uh, mushrooms are doing, and this is gonna come into play in just a minute. When the mushrooms bite somebody or eat somebody, they gain the knowledge of that person. <sighs> oh, you don't like that, huh? It's idiotic. It's funny that we're using that word idiotic so much. It's, yeah, it's not that funny. So Major Wang <laughs> Major Wang heads for the front door. I think he's about to leave. And he opens it, and there is a giant mushroom, like one of the full-sized, person-sized ones, right in front of the door. Yeah. Yeah. I, I oh god like I'm just I've lost all motivation to talk about this movie <laughs> like this thing this will this will help yeah they they're hearing these banging sounds outside it, we're we're guessing that they're probably they're almost like gunshots that there are, that there's mushrooms like knocking against the the walls and things 
So the mushrooms are trying to break into the house. And remember earlier when Jackson P. Jackson said that the, the sliding glass door, that someone might break it at some point? Yeah. Well, that now happens. <clears throat> a giant well, mushroom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you jumped right over, uh, like, a, 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 at least not a, not a good joke, but, like, a better <laughs> joke in the movie. And that's when uh, Tony, Titus, whatever you want to call him, um, <laughs> Decides that uh, I'm trying to where where's my notes? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. So so Tony gets pissed off, and since he can't find his pills, he walks over and puts his head in the freezer. Yes, he does put his head <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> then the shroom jumps through the window. Okay. Now the shroom jumps through the window. How is this accomplished? That's amazing, right? Because I mean, it's it's it really is. You must have like a, this fake like maybe um. Uh, sugar glass, like, uh, yeah, candy glass, candy glass that they uh, someone had to to get in that suit and jump through it. Really amazing, really intense. But how do they accomplish it in this film? CGI, CGI. So what happens is the mushroom breaks through a open window. Yep. Uh, where they have placed fake CG glass in front of it. That when it smashes, it goes off in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to any physics that exist on Earth, mind you. <laughs> it, it is astounding and beautiful. Uh, it, really, it really is. It's probably one of the best pieces of, uh, of CG in the film. <laughs> so this giant mushroom is now running around inside this place. Now, remembering that they don't have a lot of these costumes, probably. So it's, it starts attacking everybody. And the first thing that happens is this mouth appears and kind of pushes out of the side of the mushroom. Right. Uh, and also, uh, arms pop out of the side of the mushroom. So it's it has scary. arms. Yeah, now it has arms. So it probably wasn't that scary beforehand, but with the, with the mouth and arms, it's pretty scary. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it picks There's up... nothing scary about mushrooms. What are you talking about? There's nothing at all scary about mushrooms. I mean, like, you just, you just touch the thing and it falls apart. Like, so that's, that's why I think this movie's so freaking ridiculous. I would say that the underside of a mushroom where it has those gills on it, they look otherworldly enough that I could get freaked out by a mushroom. Sure, I guess. <laughs> it picks up a chair, by the way, and hits Titus over the head with it. Right, because now it knows what Titus does. Right, and it drops yeah. an elbow and does an ankle lock on him. I love the ankle lock. Yeah. That's pretty great. It also has another ability. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> it also, this, look, this part I have to say is super entertaining because of just how crazy it gets. Holes appear in the, in this costume and it starts squirting silly strings. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so obvious that it's just guy. It's just a guy in this cloth sheath, you know, holding on to a can of silly string. <laughs> so he's shooting silly string at people, which at this point has no effect, but later on does for some reason. <laughs> um, Titus comes over and stabs it with a machete right through it. Right. And when he pulls it out, it bleeds. <laughs> now. Those who have seen Suburban Sasquatch might remember that there are parts in that movie where Suburban Sasquatch, the Suburban Sasquatch, gets cut or uh, stabbed and blood comes out. And that's usually accomplished with, with a bunch of fake CG blood squirting all over the place. Yep. It happens very similarly here, except the blood is green. Green. And then they take – Titus picks up this costume and throws it outside. Yeah. <laughs> Just this limp. 
costume. But as soon as he throws it out, it turns into a bunch of CG mushrooms. Well, of course. And they are some of the worst things you have ever seen in your life. Pretty, pretty terrible. There's no three dimensions to them. It, they're just these flat figures floating all over the goddamn place out there. It is beautiful in its shittiness. It's pretty amazing. Now, comes the part of the movie that we sometimes see in No Budget Nightmares, where uh, Dave Wascovich made this movie and realized that it was running a little short. <laughs> so <laughs> he needed to include some scenes to pad this out a little bit, and he did this by doing a, a, some, a sort of montage in the sense that it jumps around to different locations where mushroom attacks are taking place. Right. The thing about these scenes is that they sort of undo the ending of the movie <laughs> when you think about it because yeah. this obviously is happening wider spread than is originally thought. But we see a few things happen. The first thing is a cemetery. Mm-hmm. They have a cemetery, and we see a guy in a mushroom costume walking into the cemetery. That's actually a great shot. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. Until the, uh, until the, the, the spores one. start spewing out of him, it's a great shot, just this – Clearly a guy in what basically <laughs> looks like a body condom with a giant yep. hat on it, just walking through, through a cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> uh, and yes, the spores, that's an important point. This is how these mushrooms are spreading around. They're spreading their spores into the air, and basically they can re- uh, recreate, not recreate, uh, reproduce incredibly quickly. Yep. Then we see a guy camping in the woods. I love the guy camping. <laughs> and he looks ridiculous. Uh, and he's drunk. Hey, Doug, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you're <laughs> camping up there in Canada uh-huh. and are drunk, mm-hmm. do you um, do, do you uh, ever stop and, and chat with, uh, with, the, with the mushrooms? Communing with the shrooms, you mean? Yeah. Kishrooming. <laughs> Shrooming. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, well, this person did and does. He sure does. He sees a mushroom and he calls it over. <laughs> he says, hey, hey mushroom, boy. come over here. I like uh, the song that he's drinking. Just sitting here drinking my beer. <laughs> it bites his hand immediately. And in, that, in fact, it bites his hand off. Right. They have a severed hand that they use several times in this movie. Yeah. Always the same one. And then he screams. And when I, when I put this sound clip over to you, Mo, uh, to say what it is, I called it repeated laughing sounds. Yeah, because he doesn't sound like he's screaming. He, he doesn't. Like he's he, this is what he sounds like. <laughs> I love how it's looped a little bit. In there yeah, too. yeah, 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 yeah. And then the mushroom starts biting his head, and it immediately turns into that paper mache head from earlier. But at least I'll give this one credit. <laughs> they removed the face and covered it in fake blood. <laughs> you can still tell. Oh, yeah, you can absolutely tell. It's just that at least, <sighs> at least this time they thought to remove the ridiculous face. Uh, then we cut to a jogger who is we see running, uh, and uh, then it cuts to a reverse angle, and we can see that the jogger is being chased by CG mushrooms. And he's got this great line where he's like, "Man, I wish I hadn't started. I wish I hadn't started night jogging or something <laughs> to that effect." You know? <laughs> by the way, night—that's an important thing to notice too. Uh, the scenes that are coming up all take place at night, but it's all shot day for night, and is not convincing. <laughs> Man, I wish I didn't start day for night jogging. <laughs> and then we see a prostitute. Yeah, the one prostitute 
standing under the one street lamp in this entire mountain. And mountain. <laughs> mountain. And correct me if I'm wrong, Mo, but the prostitute sure. is played by Mary Wascovich. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't pay that I'm much. I'm pretty sure it was her. Especially because she's the only female in the, outside of the <laughs> mother in the entire goddamn movie. But I I'm think pretty the mother sure. <laughs> and a car pulls up with a mushroom driving it. <laughs> she leads into the window, gets very far into that window before realizing that there's a mushroom. Can I state for the record that this movie's a lot more fun to talk about than it was to watch? <laughs> So any of you guys listening to this, uh, or gals, I mean, I'm sure there's at least a couple of you mm-hmm. uh, who, who are listening to this, and think and, and and gather from our laughter that we're having a good time or that we had a good time watching it, it's lies. It's all lies. <laughs> I, I had a miserable time watching it. I, I, I was checking the time like like 10 or 11 times throughout the running time. I, well, you saw like it, like I, I started watching it for some godforsaken reason at like two o'clock in the morning. And then, um, and then, or like at one o'clock in the morning. And then like <laughs> by an hour later, I was 20 minutes into the movie <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to bed. Well, I mean, that might not be entirely the movie's fault that, that you started watching it so late. Well, I'm a night owl though. So yeah, I mean, but like, like, you're probably like me in the sense though, that, you can watch a movie that late, but but watching it and having to take notes at the same it's time, tough. It, it is tough. tough. But it, but it's I'll blame the movie most. Yeah, because the movie, <laughs> it's shitty in a very unique way. <laughs> so, uh, it also attacks a garden gnome. We see a mushroom attacking a garden gnome. He learned all the secrets of the <laughs> garden gnomes that day. Um, back at the uh, mountain retreat, Wang is now interrogating. Uh, the Silas, and we learn a little bit more about... In fact, he, we don't actually learn anything more. We just learn again that they, the mushrooms gain knowledge of the people it bites, which is why it was able to do those wrestling moves earlier. Titus, getting very frustrated, decides to go take a piss. And what happens here, Mo? Well, we get a, uh, a, a, a ghoulies, ghoulies. Uh, homage here. <laughs> a mushroom yeah. comes out of the turlet. Yeah, turlet, exactly. And he ends up fighting off the mushroom with the toilet brush. Well, yeah, but I, but here's the best part though is that he runs out of the room, doesn't close the door, <laughs> and then calmly walks into the other room and is like, "You guys got a mushroom problem in your bathroom." <laughs> no one gets too freaked out at this point about what's going on. Nobody gets too freaked out about anything in this movie. There's a mushroom on top of the house, sort of, who bites the power line going into the house. In a spectacular effect. It's spectacular. Then the lights go off, and we're told that a generator is going to kick in. And so we get a whole like like series of back and forth in the dark, uh, and Jade keeps running into things because that's hilarious. And surprisingly enough, this is the first time in my notes I write, this movie is dumb. <laughs> and then the lights just come back on. It's supposed to be the generator, but there's really – this is the lights come back on. Just the lights come back on. Because <laughs> you can't film the whole goddamn thing in the dark. You can, but you I mean... Titus, he's reached his boiling point. He's going to go outside and take care of things. So he goes outside with the machete, and he starts cutting all of the CG mushrooms off of the side of the house. And this is horrible looking. Yeah. <laughs> like he he like sw- he, cuz he's obviously swiping at nothing. So he's right. swiping and these 
these little mushrooms, which have obviously been put in afterwards, go everywhere. Just start flying off. Flying off. Weird, you know, moon gravity. And there's also a few puppets out there that he slices and punches and shit. Right. Uh, and then three big ones show up. He fights them, and this is when something interesting starts happening with the mushrooms. I guess the idea is, remember, you might have to remember way back, uh, Mo. When I was filming Rock, Paper, Scissors, when we were filming, I should say, we have a scene where there's a big gunfight where a bunch of people get killed. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't have uh, enough people around for the corpses on the ground. So we we uh, stuffed shirts and pants full of garbage and just laid them on the ground. And because the idea is there's so many people getting killed that it's hard to then uh, afterwards have them just laying on the ground for an hour while we do all these shots. In this right. case, they were killing mushrooms all over the place, so they had to find a way to get rid of them afterwards. One of the ways they decided to do that was have them shatter. <laughs> I I kind of dig the, the shatter. I like the shatter because it reminds me of like old Atari games. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but they shatter like glass and just yep. disappear. So it becomes very video game like at this point. I, I, yeah, this next scene coming up though is pro is probably one of the most one of the most ridiculous, uh, kind of funny but really stupid. Are, are you talking about where everyone talks about their experiences with mushrooms? Yes. So let's let's talk about this. So the, Titus goes back inside, and right. everyone talks about how they have had bad experiences with mushrooms in the past. Right. Meanwhile, Silas is sort of explaining what he was doing, and but secretly trying to untie himself from the chair. Yes, exactly. And Titus mentions that he once choked on a mushroom during during a, a match in, in Japan. Japan. So he was eating a mushroom <laughs> during his match against Antonio Inoki, I guess. I, I would only imagine, or or Giant Baba, or Giant Baba, and he starts choking on a fucking mushroom, uh, and. What what were what were the some of the other ones? I can't even remember. I don't uh, my notes. They they put mushrooms in Wang's boots during boot camp, and, and so so he said. The, the, so that really scared me during Reveille. Um And let's see here. Uh, Jade once uh, where was it? Jade once went to a restaurant that didn't sell mushrooms. <laughs> so that's her bad experience. That's her bad experience. And then the business douche tried to sell a shroom farm, and no one wanted it. So they've all had bad experiences. It doesn't matter. <laughs> can, we, can we stay for the record now? Here's the point in the movie where normally they would introduce a character who's like an expert. Right. But they since they don't have another person to, to bring into the mix at this point, Jade is all of a sudden an expert. Yeah, she knows her shit now about reproducing through spores. They explain that. I like how they're trying to find a way to combat them. So Titus suggests that they eat the mushroom. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> and she goes, there There are over 250 edible variations, which, of course, is true. And then yeah. he says, turnabout is fair play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, that's right. She Well, she is supposed to be a hippie. I guess it makes sense that she I would know so. about that sort of thing. But, but they also do something in this scene that kind of is hilarious in its stupidity, mm. that uh, which is saying something for this movie. Um <laughs> They, they they go on for a second about how they have to make it to morning. If they can just make it till morning, everything will be okay. Right. And then everybody just falls asleep and all of a sudden it's morning. Yeah. I thought that was like the whole thing is that they're going to have to survive through the night. Yeah. I but... thought there was going to be like a massive climactic fight here. Nope. Just everybody wait till morning. Now it's morning. I mean, it's good. 
that they did it that way. Because, Thank goodness, yeah. Because otherwise, it would have been all day for night shots that would have looked like shit. Yeah. While day, while sorry, while night is turning to day, it shows one of the mushrooms outside vomit up a skeleton. That's pretty great. In it, it, it <laughs> all of it's CG. The the fucking mushroom, the skeleton, everything is fucking awful looking. So it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and the the best part too is that the mushroom doesn't vomit up the skeleton through like its mouth. Like it, it, like the top cap of the mushroom peels up, a la a Pez dispenser, and instead of delicious Pez, out pops a human skeleton. Honestly, I prefer the skeleton. <laughs> See, I'm from Connecticut, home of the home of Pez. So, home of the Pez, home of Pez. Like you said, they all fell asleep. So Wang gets everybody up. <laughs> he wants them all to get going, which is very reasonable. As you mentioned before, Jackson P. Jackson does not want to leave until he has some coffee in the real estate section. He forgot that they're under attack by giant killer mushrooms, I guess. My, my notes here say forever a douche. Forever a douche. <laughs> Wang also reveals that he has a bag full of guns, which they have not mentioned or used up to this point. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys. I've got a bag full of guns. I mean, it's important at this point, but it would have been useful before. And also, like, where did they come from? <laughs> did they take his bag of guns when they... I don't know. I don't want to think about it. It's too much to think about. This is also the part where Dave Waskovich does his sister a solid by making her look cool. Oh, is that what he was going for? That is exactly, Mo, what he was going for. <laughs> I just wrote Jade changes into her fighting clothes. She changes into her fighting clothes. She goes into like a a room, comes out wearing camo, puts on sunglasses, and says this. Let's kick some fungus. See, they say fung there. I know. It doesn't make sense that she she, she didn't say fun jazz. Yeah, right. Let's mm-hmm. kick some fun jazz. I don't know if we mentioned it at the beginning. She sings the closing song. Yeah. She's the one who's going to sing it. Just right. Because on a Dave Waskovich movie, a family member has to sing the theme song. That is important. I, so, wish I, I wish I had a sister who could sing and act. Then I would make movies and put them in. I bet Dave Waskovich wishes he had a sister who could sing and act. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to head out. They're, they're... You, know, you know what would have made that? I'm sorry to cut you off. You know no, what, okay. what would have uh, made that scene so much better? What? Is if instead of having her go into the other room and come back out, they just had her spin and do like a Wonder Woman right. style. <laughs> <laughs> so they're headed out. They're getting, they're gonna get off this mountain. And uh, Wang leads the charge. Wang leads the charge. And I love when he goes outside. The first thing he runs into are actual mushrooms, like like little tiny mushrooms, right. which are all over the place. <laughs> and the rest are like right behind him. At this point, I was wondering what the mushroom mushroom budget on the film was, but then I realized <laughs> they probably just bought one thing, and just used them all for it. There's over. woods all over the place. They probably picked a bunch of fucking. That's mushrooms. probably true too. Um, so they run out, and now we are going to get an endless stream of fights against mushrooms. It's like twenty minutes. I mean, this section is interminable. It's unbearable. Uh, so there's okay. So the first thing that happens is like Wang is shooting a bunch of them. Actually, there is this I – mean, I'm sure you're just about to bring it up, so sure. I'll say it. But that one thing that I'm sure you're about to bring up might be the best point about this entire movie. Well, you you, you got to say it because I don't want to make sure – I want to make sure I don't miss it. All right. So so there, so Wang's running out there, and he's, and he's shooting, 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 shooting. And, like, I love that. I love that all of these guns – it's like an action movie where they all have, like, an uh, – 
you know, uh, an ungodly number of bullets. But there's all, this all the muzzle flashes are fake, and the, mu- and- <laughs> the muzzle flashes are uh, on par with rock paper scissors. <laughs> And uh, and uh, there's this group. I I don't want to use the term great. There is a shot uh, where he shoots. He just randomly turns back to the camera, <laughs> shoots at the camera, and we get this CGI bullet coming right at the camera. Then we get like sort of a a, a, a swap, you know. So we see the other angle, and the and the bullet continues right into a mushroom, and it shatters. I mean, talk about a video game effect. You got this fake-ass fucking bullet coming at you. Goes into fucking bullet time. Bullet time with, like, little wavery lines going all around it. (laughs) They're not even wavy. It's just, it's straight lines. Yeah. (laughs) You are fucking doing a lot of vaping during this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, you'll sound like you're all clogged up. You're like... So, yeah, so the mushrooms, some of them have arms. One of them knocks the gun out of Wang's hand. He takes out a knife, and he stabs it, and a bunch of green shit comes out. Uh, they, oh, then they – remember the, the stick fighting earlier? That comes into play because the mushroom grabs a stick and – No, 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 no. The mushroom does not Oh, that's right. You're right. The it, mushroom uses his newly developed telekinetic powers to make to it arrive – to come to his hand. To make the stick rise to his hand. And they have a branch fight. <laughs> I wonder which one he bit to learn the telekinetic powers. Yeah, right? Uh, which doesn't come into play later, by the way. <laughs> never. Never brought up again. <sighs> and so, like, there's all all this fake sword fighting. That, that by the way, it goes exactly the same as before, where one person hits, the other person hits, back and forth. Clank, clank, clank. Clank, 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 yeah. Titus gets in on it. Uh, Jackson B. Jackson is doing, I think, some shooting. And... Did you notice that while they were fighting these things, that all of the mushrooms were making pig noises? Oh, is that what's like? like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the sound mushrooms make, Mo. I don't know if you know this. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but and Jade is also shooting a bunch. Like she's supposed to be a badass, and she is not looking that great doing all of this stuff well it's great though because like with 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 wang oh god uh every time they show him shoot one he hits every single time on the first bullet with jade (laughs) it's always like two or three bullets before she finally hits oh my god Uh, things are cg she doesn't actually have to shoot anything why why not just make her hit now let's that's a that's a kind of an important point too these for the most part they're out there shooting at nothing at all so the I imagine there's not even any choreography happening. They're just pointing at the gun, pulling a trigger, and then right. later they've added in wherever they were pointing at, right? Because later right. on, like later on in just a couple minutes, we see hand-to-hand combat with the CG fucking mushrooms where they're like punching nothing and then they go flying and there's a part where Major Wang picks one up over his head. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it is comparative to Suburban Sasquatch picking up that with the, with the car. police car. <laughs> Uh, but before that happens, we have the unfortunate fate of, uh, I, I think, it, well, we're almost at Jackson's fate, but he gets some silly strings sprayed all over himself, and he starts uh, yelling because he gets it on his face. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Well, let's, I think it's supposed to be like an acid or something like that, but let, let's let's also not forget, though, oh. that uh, at, at this point now, by this point now, they've learned to fire mushrooms at people. Yes. You know, not just and, not just and, fire. And, yeah, like machine gun fire. But also, it comes with a certain sound when they do well, it. I, I was getting to that. Okay. 
<laughs> so as they're firing, this fart noise is happening. Yes. They're so farting they mushrooms. <laughs> they fart mushrooms at them. They, they fart mushrooms at them. Man, like that's like like a whole Astro Boy thing going on right there. So Wang a minute ago had the gun. By the way, we never really mentioned this. Wang isn't Asian. No, he's just named Wang. Yeah, he's just a because it's funny. <laughs> he's just a Pennsylvania jamoke. You know? So he went out originally with a gun that was like a handgun, right? That he's shooting with, and right. it got knocked out of his hand. And then he was using a knife. So at this point, he takes out another gun that is like the gun that uh, Robocop, Robocop. has. <laughs> Where it's it, it it basically is a handheld machine gun. It, it does like three round bursts. Except this one does constant bursts. It's a machine gun in their hands. Why didn't he use that from the beginning? Yeah, because this one, if you have it, if you didn't notice, almost like never runs out of bullets. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I have it. This is like the end of the Wild Bunch, except unwatchably dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a part where he throws the handgun over to Titus. Uh, Oh, there's a part where he now he has the gun. Titus has the gun, and he does his slow motion John Woo jumping and firing. Except yeah. he lands on a mat that is visible on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there on the screen. Not even a minor attempt to hide it. <laughs> oh, we also shit. we also get treated. Um, I think this is this is now. I don't know if I think this is happens to Tony when or Titus when you uh, when they when you get the surprisingly cool. A uh, point of view shot from within the mouth of the of the shroom. Is that when it bites? It bites Tony in the yes, hand. Yes, I believe yeah. so. <sighs> yes, <laughs> t- I, th- I thought that. I thought that was a good effect. I liked that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So uh, yeah, so we get a lot of hand mushroom combat, <laughs> and then uh, Jackson mushroom combat. Jackson, he gets bitten. His finger gets bitten off. Poor bastard. And uh, then he, uh, he, he, Mushroom takes one of the sticks and hits his hand off. He, he knocks his hand off of his body. I don't know why they didn't have Jackson say when he, when he had his hand bitten off or his fingers bitten off. Why didn't they have the character say, I needed that for flipping through the real estate section? Or something. It doesn't right. really matter because instead he said this. Your director, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, by the way, that convinced me that the the homeless guy or whatever, the guy camping earlier was probably also played by Dave Waskovich. Probably. So then he gets his head smashed, and it's the same paper mache fucking thing. <laughs> and in this case, you see the inside of it, which is just hollow because it's paper yep. mache. <laughs> oh, good heavens! So while he's getting eaten, uh, eaten, a Wang is choking a mushroom. And... <laughs> yeah, so this is this is getting fucking silly. It, it really is, because think, because just imagine like every every couple of seconds or so, they cut back to another mushroom that's. Machine gun fart firing more mushrooms at at people. Oh, and, and just remember, of course, this all looks horrible. <laughs> horrible. So Wang suddenly says, it's time to go. You think he just would have said that right at the beginning. And they run off and get into a car. And this is where things go from stupid to ridiculously stupid. Ridiculously stupid. They yeah. get into this car and they drive off. Uh, and they... What? 
they don't drive off yet. Right. First, Jade finds a water bottle in the car, right? You know, because the the little drink holder has. Well, a you water would presume bottle. it's a water bottle. Yeah, because of why? What else could? Because what else be? would you be would be in the center console of your car? Well, she throws it out the window, and it explodes. It explodes. And we learn that the reason it exploded is because it was a bottle of balsamic vinegar. Right. Because, frankly, I, you know what? I'm going to give these people the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to assume they were on their lunch break and that they were having a nice salad. Right. And decided to keep all of the dressing in this bottle that's a water bottle. Right. Now, keep in mind, this isn't a balsamic vinaigrette. No, that's true. This was just a it's bottle just vinegar. of balsamic vinegar. Which and, and maybe they were making a sandwich. Okay, so they've learned that vinegar can destroy these mushrooms by exploding. By exploding, we don't ever really learn why it explodes. Yeah, because as far as I know, vinegar is not combustible. It's very, very important because we learn now, after they discover that this property of balsamic vinegar, that Jade actually has a barrel of balsamic vinegar back in her basement. Of course, she does. It's so, one of her hobbies. So they have to go back to the cabin. They drive over some CG mushrooms to get there. And they again, they fly off in all directions like it's a fucking video game. Yeah. Okay, everything from now on is so dumb, it's unbelievable. <laughs> they get back to the cabin, and they have to fight off a bunch of, of mushrooms who have already gotten inside. Um, Titus says that he's going to hold them off while they go inside. How does he do this? <laughs> by uh, getting pissed off mm-hmm. and exploding. Remember earlier when he said he he had took the pills to stop himself from spontaneously combusting? He wasn't, Apparently he wasn't kidding. He wasn't kidding. So he outside, he throws away his anti-anger pills and explodes. By the way, needlessly, right? He didn't even... There's, there's no well, reason they couldn't have done this and without him dying. They just fought off hundreds of these yeah. fucking things. Why, there was four sitting there. Yeah. Especially when you find out what they're actually trying to do. So they right. go inside, and they open up the basement, which is like a it's, – it's got like a, a, a door in the floor that you can open up. Yeah, it's more of a crawl space. Yeah, really. it's more of a yeah. crawl space. That's exactly right. And we get an angle looking down into this area, which might not even be large enough for someone to climb into. Nope. And then we see a barrel of balsamic vinegar. Yeah, it had a conveniently labeled balsamic vinegar. <laughs> In a font. Uh, <laughs> well, it's also important to note that the barrel is not real. No. It's just a CG barrel with balsamic vinegar written on it. And doesn't look anything like a barrel. No. And also... As they're opening this door to go to access it, Major Wang says that he has a fuse with him. And it's like two inches long. Two inches long. And he just, like, they just put the fuse down there. <laughs> and light, they light the fuse. Now, you might be wondering, well, what, why would they light a fuse? What the, well, here's the thing. <laughs> they run out, and once that fuse burns down, that barrel explodes. Yeah, and not just not just any not just... little explosion, you know. <laughs> like it is, we, we get we get a, a wide shot of the CG mountain top, you know, and it is like a Death Star size fucking purple ring of fucking balsamic vinegar. Yeah, it it radiates outwards and kills everything in its path. That fucking thing must have been like 15 megatons of balsamic because that's how much you'd need to have an explosion that large. Right, right. Mo? Right. 
Good lord. So none of this made any sense. The sh- the, the shockwave as it goes out, uh, it almost cap- uh, it almost uh, hits Wang and Jade, but they jump, <laughs> so they're fine. <laughs> yeah, and they that that long shot. That's how shockwaves work. That long shot of the CG landscape uh, with the explosion. I mean, we've talked about it looking like a computer game before. I mean, right. this liter- this looks like something Pixar was working on in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is horrible looking. Uh, it's pretty rough. And then they walk off, our two survivors, Wang and Jade, to question mark. Uh, and it fades out. And then we get a one year later thing. Yeah. Then we see the outside of a bookstore, which is not real. I mean, the the store is real, but the sign in front of it is all fake. And they are inside signing uh, fungicide books. Right. Now, these books <laughs> are just... Uh, I can't believe how obvious it is that they are just slip covers that have been put on top of other book covers. <laughs> it, like, the sizes are way off. It doesn't yeah, look... Yeah. E- but they're there signing... Uh, they're signing books. I have it written down that they're... Uh, signing the books as badly as my own signed cover, a copy of Suburban Sasquatch is signed, <laughs> <laughs> which just squiggles all over the goddamn place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they, th- there's a lineup of two people, but there's a real lineup they're supposed to be. But there's someone comes up and say says uh, that they like the book and they sign it for him, and we then discover because you probably are wondering, listeners, what happened to Silas. Silas has an I, apple. I, I wasn't. Well, Silas is still alive, I guess, because he has an apple in his hand, and he comes to the front of the line, and he has a really important line that explains everything. An apple a day? I'll keep everyone away. So I'll cut him off right there. There's a lot more laughter that happens. And then nothing happens. And then nothing After. happens. I don't understand why he has an apple. Well, I would assume it's because he treated it with the chemical. Yeah, which would make sense, right? But it's not right. a giant apple. No, it's, it's just an apple. It doesn't have a, a mouth on it or something. He just has yeah. an apple, and he starts licking it. I was going to say, he licks it, too. That's the, <laughs> that's the grossest part. And it continues to laugh, and then they show like pictures, like uh, screenshots from the movie. Uh, and that's the end of Fungicide. Yeah, it's just this montage of scenes and then and Silas laughing and then the end. Then the end. That was the end of the movie. This is the end. It, it really wasn't. What because do you mean? the because the best part is about to happen. Yes, that's true. Uh the closing credits uh, This really is. The closing credits is without a doubt the best part of this entire movie. It is. I there's one thing I don't like about the closing credits, uh which is but the movie before it? The movie before it. Okay. <laughs> the preceding 90 minutes. Yeah. Um but the thing I don't like is that we have an amazing theme song that's going to be playing, but we also have outtakes, mm. which means that the the song is sometimes, uh, as you'll hear in just a minute, it's uh, it's drowned out by the 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 audio from the outtakes. And I want to have outtakes, and I want to have that song, right? Because I put the song up on SoundCloud over on our Facebook group for people to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end, and there's no way I don't think in this universe to get a clean copy of that song. But I want it. I wonder if uh, Dave Weskovich has one. Uh, I think I may burn my bridge <laughs> by mocking his mother and sister. 
Yeah, probably <laughs> repeatedly yeah. over a period of years. Uh, <laughs> I interviewed him like long a, t- a long time ago. Which is so crazy because we actually, re- I mean, because yeah, sure we mock, but we love. I mean, let's face it, and this is—I don't think anyone would argue with this. This and Suburban Sasquatch, compared to Malevolent Ascent, are amazing. Like they're so Absolutely. entertaining. Yeah, compared Malevolent to Ascent is so bad, but the, but I, you know, Suburban Sasquatch. Is still to date one of the be- one of our favorite movies. I don't want to say yeah. best, but one of our favorite <laughs> movies we've ever we've ever covered. You know, and this uh, has been incredibly fun to talk about, even though it was a, a real rough ride getting through the film itself. Although I got to tell you, if I wasn't taking notes while watching, yeah, this, probably I, pro- be... I probably would have enjoyed it. Also, enough. if you weren't watching it by yourself, that makes a huge, huge Absolutely. difference. Absolutely, yeah. This, this this would be a lot of fun to just sit around with a crowd and you know drink some beers, watch a ridiculous movie, eat some pizza. You it, know? It's amazing to compare this movie to something like So More to Be, which is also a comedy, which has a right. lot of puppets and a lot of intentionally poor effects. But it and I know that that we had some disagreement at the time about. Uh, about how much we like to, which has changed. But there's no doubt about that. That movie is is a much better made movie than this one, right? right because right. it seems to know what it is, right? What right. it wants to be a lot more, right? Uh, and though the, that also has some terrible special effects, but but uh, it doesn't have it doesn't have that Pennsylvania sense of humor. <laughs> but let's uh, let's have a little listen. We won't listen to the whole song. I, it's it's two minutes and thirty seven minutes uh, seconds. Sorry, it's two minutes and thirty seven seconds long. You can listen to the whole thing over on the Facebook group. But let's have uh, listen to at least thirty seconds of it. By the way, remember, sung by uh, the sister of Dave Waskovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, electro. <laughs> Okay, as you could hear in the background, they were that's some of the outtakes, which is why it's difficult to get a good sound clip of this. But you did hear enough to know that she says fungicide in the fucking song. Reach to the sky. (laughs) Don't try to hide. hide. I love it. One of the things I did say uh, on the Facebook group was that it's a shame that we didn't watch this earlier because we could have forced Rue to do a cover of this song as opposed to – now, I I don't know what his song is going to be. I know what is coming at the end of this, but uh, I I think he was very inspired by this movie. So I'm very, very interested – in what his song is going to be. Again, he did an amazing one for High 8. If you haven't heard that yet, it's both on the SoundCloud, his SoundCloud page, it's over on the Facebook group, or you can just listen to the fucking episode, and it's at the end of that as well. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got to tell you, you know, not, not to cut you off, I, I got to tell you, like, I, there are very few people, very few artists on SoundCloud that I'll just go and listen to their stuff, but I, every now and again, I will go and just spend an afternoon. Yeah. Listening to Rue's No Budget Nightmare songs because yeah. I fucking love them so much. And we should re- uh, remind people as well that you can actually purchase the first compilation of those uh, on his SoundCloud page. Yeah. And we've linked that recently on the Facebook uh, group page as well. And that's totally worth it. Like, even separated from the fact that, that they've been inspired by this show and also the movies, obviously the movies that we watch, they work as songs and they're all really different which is amazing yeah yeah and the weird thing about rue is because rue is such a weirdo because he uh thanks us like when i talk to him he's like thank you for prompting me to record these songs because it helped him be more 
to to go get out there and record more than he was before. When of course he's doing us the biggest favor in the fucking planet. <laughs> yeah, because he's easily the best part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to have a show that's like this and then have a burst of quality at the very end of it. Uh, in the closing credits, it does say no mushrooms were harmed in the making of this movie, which I don't really believe. I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think some mushrooms were actually injured, and I think we can prove it. Um, <laughs> fungicide is it's it is interesting now to have talked about this movie for this length of time and enjoyed the speaking about it more than the watching of it by such a massive amount. Yeah, it is not a. It is fun in the sense that we all know at this point that it has really terrible special effects and acting and writing, and none of it really works. <laughs> Uh, but, and if you were with a group of friends with the expectation that it was going to be like that, you will get what you were hoping to get. Yeah. And the, but the most amusing part of it, and this is kind of a horrible thing to say, the most amusing part of this movie is the parts, are the parts, sorry, where they're actually trying and failing as opposed to the parts where they're meant to be bad. Right. So when there's a special effect, which you know that, like, and I'm not talking about the paper mache thing. I imagine that they were very aware that 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 did not look good. But when you got something like that glass breaking, or when you have a lot of those CG mushrooms coming up, or someone like grabbing one and actually interacting with it, that sort of shit is hilarious. Because what else are you gonna do? That's written into the script. That's the scene. That's what you got to. That's what you've decided you're gonna put in your movie. So you gotta make it happen. So how are you going to do it? You don't have enough costumes, or you can't make enough costumes. You can't create these things without using the CG effect. So I give a lot of credit to Dave Wascovich for actually m- making these massive scenes of special effects take place, even though they look awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange thing where I'm giving him credit, and... I mean, I, I think even from, oh, man, you know what I just thought of? Remember that part at the end of Malevolent, Malevolent Ascent where they're jumping from, like, these uh, pillars to pillars and fighting? Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I bet he's much better at doing that now. Now, I, maybe not. I don't know. I'm sure he's <laughs> a little bit better. Um, but that's a hard that's a hard effect to pull off even if you had a massive budget. And so the fact that he was doing it all himself, the, the DIY attitude that went into making this is something that should be commended. And he made an entertaining movie to some extent, uh, with the, the, the considering the limitations that he had upon him. But man, this is a goofy fucking movie. Yeah, and the comedy does not work. Like no. there's there's like two or three sequences in the entire movie of a comedy which where the where the humor works as it's meant to work. Fungicide. Don't try to hide. Uh, knowing that you have to get going fairly soon, I imagine that you're already like right at now. Yeah. All right. First, okay. So we need to, to to wrap this up quickly. First thing we got to do is say what we're covering on the next show. It's very special, actually. Oh, so excited! Yeah, we're very excited. And we mentioned before that after uh, recording the high eight episode, we got in contact with some of the directors. One of the directors, as per usual, because he is uh, the king, amazing, uh, yeah. is Mr. Todd Sheets. He has provided to Mo and myself a screener. Of his latest film, House of Forbidden Secrets. At this point, not available in any uh, format except for screenings across the United States and Canada. We're going to watch and cover Todd Sheets' House of Forbidden Secrets on the next episode of No Budget Nightmares. How fucking great is that? That is amazing. If you want to find No Budget Nightmares online, you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash no budget nightmares. All one word. 
You can find us on our website, nobudgetpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Write us up a, a review on iTunes. You'd be doing us a big favor. And you can find Mo and myself on Twitter. He is at DrunkOnVHS, all one word. And I am at Doug underscore Tilly. That's T-I-L-L-E-Y. Yep, and if you want to see me torture myself, uh, want to pop over to YouTube and do a search for Strange Vapes. Strange Vapes, also also uh, posted on our Facebook group. But with mm-hmm. that, we need to finish things up. I'm not even going to ask you about what movies you've seen, Mo. you got to nope, get no going. No time. All right. We'll see everybody in just a couple of weeks. Enjoy some fungicide. Peace. are so lovely the sky is striking in blue this house is truly open for anyone to come to it's here to get together and give it to each other just us and mother nature like here there is no other Science, a man who builds a village, a man his own alliance, a man of strength and scrimmage. Under the roof of someone, she cares for friend and stranger. The man of science summons a eukaryotic danger. I know, I know this is the last place that I'll ever stay. I need to rest. I feel, I feel this is the best time that I've ever known Though we need fungicide
Ah uh...